Welcome to E-Commerce Disruptors, your source for e-commerce tips, success stories, and strategies to accelerate your growth. Brought to you by Electric Engine. Electric Engine's how we do it. Hey guys, it's Noel with E-Commerce Disruptors, and for today's episode, we've got Morgan joining us. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about reporting. Yes, e-commerce reporting specifically. E-commerce reporting. Uh, although before we even jump into that, Morgan. Just curious if you've been following with the stock markets and, and what's been happening with, with GameStop. Yes, um, I'm actually a millionaire now, so it was nice knowing you. I am out. <laughs> uh, I, got, I, I heard about it too late, understood it too late, and, and it seems like, unfortunately, the time has passed. Although, it seems like everyone's tracking their, the, the stocks way, way closer than they ever were. And when you know talking about reporting this is the same thing you want to be watching this with with eagle eyes um, oh yeah like i have stocks none of them blew up last week but um i i never look at them until i hear someone talk about stocks i'm like oh, i should go check on mine but um google analytics we should be checking on it a little more often <laughs> absolutely and one report that I, I wanted to chat about more specifically today was the shopping behavior report and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just wanted to hear from you, you know, why that report is so important. Yeah, so Google Analytics has um, a whole section just for e-commerce reporting. Um, their overview is like a very easy report, just like any other overview report on Google Analytics, where you're just going to get like your revenue, your transactions, your conversion rate, um, uh, average order size, like all of that. Just so those basic baseline numbers that are great to see like how your store is doing. And to some people, that's enough, I guess, like to see, okay, we made $3,000 last week. Amazing. But we want to break that down even further. We want to see where we're losing possible uh, revenue, uh, where the revenue is mostly coming from. This can help you not only optimize your website and your uh, customer journey, but it could also help you come up with, if you're in the works of coming up with new products or going to have more stuff new new items on your website helping you make those decisions by seeing what categories are performing the best and that's really what um these e-commerce reports do for you on google analytics um shopping and checkout behavior is going to let you know like how people are shopping and how they move through checkout on your website if you're seeing a lot of drop-offs you're going to see that you're going to need uh some changes made to make it maybe easier or maybe people, maybe it's not transparent enough for shoppers. Uh, those are things you'll have to look into. And then you can even see like product and sales performance. So you see how well your products themselves are performing. So lots of great information that you want to keep equal eyes on. And when we're talking about, you know, specifically shopping behavior report, you know, it's such a powerful report. It, it breaks down the sessions or, or the number of sessions and how those are broken down by the buyer's journey. Can you just kind of tell us what those stages are and, and why those are so important? Yes. So um, shopping behavior, you're going to see if there is any uh, shopping activity at all. So like, are, are these users doing what they're supposed to on your website? Because odds are you're an e-commerce site. You want a checkout at the end of it. Um, then there's going to be how many sessions had uh, no cart, no add to carts, how many had an add to cart, but then the cart was abandoned. Um, how many times was the checkout process abandoned? And so you're really going to see how people are behaving 
throughout the e-commerce journey on your website and you're going to see those breakpoints where you're going to maybe give a little more TLC to improve. Right. And, and then you could also, um, sorry, you could break down all of those by like the user type or like where they came from. So maybe you're seeing like drastic uh, checkout um, drop-offs from paid and maybe you're sending a message on your, your paid advertising that um, they're not aligning with, like maybe you offered a discount and the discount isn't working and that's why you're getting a lot of checkout abandonments. And you could also see like how new users are interacting versus returning users and all of that. So you could break down all of this information even further to see what the kind of person is or where they're coming from, which is super helpful if you know how to use it. Right, and when, you know, talking about reviewing this report, you know, is this something that, you know, as a website owner, I would want to review on a weekly basis, monthly basis, daily basis? How, how often should I be looking at that just to try and get these insights where I might want to, you know, tweak my photography or tweak the CTA that I have? Yeah, this definitely isn't something you want to look at like weekly or even maybe monthly because you're not going to be wanting to make drastic checkout changes 12 times a year, you know? Um, if you're going, if you just started a new campaign and you wanna see how people are performing from that, I would check it out. If you have never looked at it before, check it out. If, um, if you all of a sudden see a heighten or a drop in maybe revenue or any other type of website behavior, you'll wanna dive deep into it and see if, you can gather any insights from there. It's just another place to gather insights, but of course we can't look everywhere all the time to make decisions. And we also don't wanna make decisions on a whim that we see, oh, this week people were dropping out of checkout. Let's, uh, let's uh, fix it, <laughs> let's make changes because it's, it's not a big enough um, piece of data. So definitely look at it uh, less than you look at your stocks but more than I look at my stocks. <laughs> and I guess one really important part of the shopper behavior report is obviously the number of sessions that, that get to checkout and then the ones that get to transaction. And I think oftentimes there's, there's a bit of confusion between the two. So when, when you are viewing that checkout, is, is that purely that, that percentage? Are we looking at percentage of people that made it or the percentage of people that dropped off and, and yeah that's that's a good point because just because they made it to check out doesn't mean they checked out uh same difference just because they added to cart doesn't mean they uh made the purchase you, you know so i i mean how many of us online window shop where we add to cart and then never make we're we're those people that the, the e-commerce stores are getting bothered by and then we're going to get hit with those um abandonment emails like trying to save the cart the cart saver emails so um there's first the cart first comes the cart then comes the checkout and then checkout is where you're going to maybe lose somebody because uh they realized they had to pay shipping and they could go to amazon and not pay shipping or um the promo code didn't work or didn't give them as much as they want to uh they have their buyer's remorse before they make the buy and they're like should i really be spending $200 on insert unnecessary product here. Uh, so checkout can be a place to, 
if you're seeing people drop off, it's a new place to save them. Um, of course, you can send that reminder email or message if you have their information, but it's also, if you see somebody idling on that page, offer a new promo right on that page, like have a little pop-up that says, oh, you could say 15% now. Um, and little, little tidbits like that, that you can kind of save them in that last step if you're seeing that maybe you're getting even more checkout abandonments than you're getting cart abandonments. That would be a huge issue. And odds are it's because people are spending more money than they want to, or they're not getting the deal that they want. And then, um, and then if they make it through checkout, yes, that's when you're going to get the transaction. So it, you're always going to lose people through these stages. Um, you want to lose as little people as possible. And then if you do lose them, you want to have the efforts there to, get them back and that's a whole other conversation <laughs> right and, e and even that the transaction data aside from seeing you know the impact to your bottom line it, it just also you, you understand that there's this group of people that you can then even retarget further with with you know let's say new products or new offerings mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure um retargeting remarketing is always an option uh once they uh got the product um, there's always the chance to run um, like Facebook ads for people who have purchased before or like people who look like the people who have purchased before. Those are your lookalike audiences. And then you could also run the ads for people who have dropped off during the checkout um, because uh, Facebook Pixel is really good, just like um, Google Analytics and Shopify is of like tracking where you are in the stage. Your Pixel can do that as well. And it, you could grab people who abandon cart and you can serve them a new promo code ad or something like that. Like opportunities are endless to try and get these people back. And um, a lot, you can uncover a lot by looking into this report to see what types of people are leaving, where they're coming from, when they left, all of that. Fantastic. And so for anyone listening, make sure if you aren't looking at your shopping behavior report to do so, uh, in order to set this up, you're going to want to make sure that you have uh, enhanced e-commerce reporting set up in your analytics. It's going to be very important. Uh, and once you've got that set up, you know, this is a report that you'll be able to pull up. You'll be able to see, see the different stages of the buyer's journey and, of course, make adjustments, although you're not going to want to be doing this every day, to help improve that experience and ultimately lead to, to more transactions in the long run. And it's a really cool party trick for your next marketing meeting be like hey i know how many people bounced out of her cart this this week it's fun people will be impressed so anytime you want to you want to really wow the room make sure you <laughs> <hold> this report <laughs> all right awesome all right. morgan appreciate you jumping on uh chatting about uh just analytics and the shopping behavior report and really how that's going to be important to anyone that's that's running an e-commerce store Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for letting me chat about one of my favorite reports. We have a blog article about this topic on um, our website. And of course, if you have any questions about e-commerce and analytics and fixing your website, you know where to find us. Feel free to reach out. And as always, thanks for joining. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're constantly po uh, posting new tips and ideas as well as new episodes. Great. Thank you. Everyone. Electric engines, how we do it.